Welcome to Beyond the Barns podcast with Walworth County Fairgrounds. Find out what happens behind the scenes, the challenges, and the work it takes to make 99 acres of fun for Walworth County and beyond. All right, we are kind of in the final countdown here. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are. How many days away are we? Oh, don't say it. (laughs) Getting close. It is getting close. And that third voice that you hear this morning. Jody Swadek. Open class superintendent for home ec. Home economics. So you might be a little busy these days. I am. Yes, you are. Yeah. So let's get a little background. Well, yeah. And I want to ask one question and then we'll go to background. How many entries do you think come into that department every year? Would you have any idea how many entries we have right now? I have no clue. For the total fare? No. I think it's like 15,000. Okay. So I probably see. 1,500, probably 1,500 in my department. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, and the superintendent of Home Act, open class, you are meeting and dealing with tons and tons of people every year at the fair. Yes, because I actually have five different areas in that building that right. I oversee. Well, let's, we'll dig into that in a minute. So, how did you, what's your kind of history of the fair? When have you been showing at the fair for a long time yourself? Yes, I started when I was 10 Wow! in 4-H. Went through the full 4-H and FFA program. I won't ask how many years ago that was. Uh, no. <laughs> Just, 30 a few. Years. Just a few years. <laughs> I tricked Marianne Pierce into telling us how yeah. old she was, that's for sure. <laughs> so since 10 years old, and, and what was your interest in the beginning? And what kind of projects and stuff did you uh, First year I showed rabbits, foods, clothing. Wow. That type of thing, and then went into um, swine, uh, sheep, but always in the home ec departments, mostly home furnishings, uh, knitting, crocheting. Nice. At a young age. My mom tried to teach me how to knit when I was like 10 years old. I I mean, I could do like a a straight thing, but it never made anything. It was just kind of like, you know, whatever I the can't, windows. I cannot even believe what I'm hearing right now. I think that's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Well, do, you remember, do you remember the NFL player Rosie Greer? No. Huge, like, def- offensive lineman. I think he played for the Rams. And he confessed that he liked to knit. And I think he did wow. ballet, too, or something like that. And anyway, so it kind of was a fad back in, like, 1972 for guys to kind of learn how to knit because he mm-hmm. was, like, this big, tough guy. Anyway, so I would love it. to learn how to do that and yeah. crochet and uh, what the difference is and all of that. But Yeah. So you did a lot, a lot of different types of projects, livestock and yes. all that. Yeah. So um, – I know it's kind of tough when you're going through the home act department because I'll, I'll tell a little backstory. Last year, um, and I to- talked about this when we were interviewing uh, Marianne and Bob Pierce. Marianne asked me for a ride to the parking lot, and I said, "No, you got to go over to home ec with me first if I'm going to give you a ride." So she came over, and the three of us walked around the home ec department. <clears throat> One of my favorite fair moments ever, by the way. Um, I never really knew enough about it, and what a great tour you gave Jody and. And walking around, there's so many different types of projects there from, you know, uh, home goods, furnishings, like you said, quilts, pies, blah, blah, blah. So what, what's your kind of favorite? What, when, you, when you're looking at the way you have things displayed there, what entries do you kind of think are your favorite, by the way? I always go towards the quilts. Yeah. And I love our quilt display with things up, with the quilts hanging up in the rafters. Yeah. Um, when you walk in, it just makes... 
It does. Uh, presentation and it's all great. It We're really not saying does. anything's less or right, whatever, absolutely. but like everybody but has their personal. Everybody thing. has their yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about quilts for a minute. It, so I understand this is one of the larger quilt shows in the state of Wisconsin. Is that right? It is, especially at the county fair level. Oh yeah. Um, we bring in over a hundred quilts every year. And they're they're and the the style changes. It does, over, and it's something I have to keep up with. Yeah. In writing my entries. Yeah, and you were talking about uh, one particular style last year when. You were giving us a tour of that. There, there was these quilts with, it looked like scenes from, you know, a city or something like that. And I can't remember. I was trying to remember what you, what style you called that. Uh, they call them landscape quilts. Landscape. Okay. Well, that makes sense to me now. It really does. It does. <laughs> I was right there with you, though. Like, I was like, but oh. The, yeah, the amount of work that goes into those. It's, oh, I mean, how boy. many hours do you think a good quilter, how many hours do you think they would have in a project like that? Uh, easily... 80 to 100. Wow. When you're talking oh something that size and they'll ha- they'll be working with pieces that are an inch square. Right. Wow. They're so intricate. So talent, so much talent. And there. then to, and then to, to then to source the materials, right? I mean, how much time do you think they do use just trying to find the materials that that will fit right to do a landscape type quilt? Um, well, several of us have large collections to start with, so I got gotcha. um, you. Can okay. go into your stash no, and pull what sense. you need. But, sure, um, it's like a wood shop guy. He's it gonna, is. Or so your husband is a welder. He yes. owns what RC welding. Yes. Yeah, he's got a bunch of steel laying around. He can Correct. make about anything. On yeah. So do the people? Do you? Do they come up with the uh, with their with their own landscape or are where do you get the where do these people get the ideas for these? It can come from every anywhere. It can come from patterns. It. it can come okay. from photographs. Okay. Um, it can from come from paintings. They're okay. like, oh, I'm gonna make a quilt out of that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and transfer crazy. that art to fabric. Just so, another form of art. You know, I, when I think of quilting, I think of my mom because she's a quilter. Um, but she's, you know, 80-some years old. And, and I guess when I stereotype in my mind what a quilter is like, I think of people like my mom, that age category and all of that. But I'm guessing that there's a lot of young people that are starting to do this now too, aren't there? There is. Um, we have several good home ec teachers in our high schools in the area who – Go into the fiber arts. Nice. And that's, they're teaching that. Wow. Back that's teaching great. that in schools, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, it's a, it's a skill and a craft that I just hope continues to flourish and stuff. And well, if you haven't seen the quilt show during the fair, please go down there and take a look. It's pretty amazing. You'll really be wowed. Yeah. That's for sure. It's a wow factor when you walk in. And so in, in Home Act, just like any other thing, how many judges are you dealing with in these different projects? Um, over the course of days, Monday, I have three. Tuesday, I have two. Wednesday, I have three. Thursday, I have one. And so there are, are they multiple disciplines, some of these judges? Yes. They do more than one type of thing. Correct. So um, I suppose in, in like home goods and that sort of thing, they might be qualified. And and how are judges considered? What, what do they go through to become what you would call qualified judge? What's the? A lot of our judges in Wisconsin have um, home ec degrees. Okay. And that's you know how they were certified or um, where they learned. Got it. Um, some of us, like myself, I'm a I'm a certified judge, and I it's experience plus my education. Um, and and you're I, certified by by the state by the state of Wisconsin. Okay. okay, that's what I was. Yeah. So when I put my application in, I filled out the application, then I had to turn in letters of recommendations from current judges. Okay. I see. So it's a it's a process. And, <laughs> it is. Uh, so. 
it's not just uh, the average Joe going, hey, I like that one better. This pie tastes better. It's not that. There are a lot of little rules, right? This premium book that we have for our fair, for those that haven't entered in our fair before, I'm guessing that premium book with rules and all the different categories and stuff has to be over 100 pages. Oh, easily. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And every rule in there is in there for a reason because something happened in the past that created that rule. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I'll give a funny example. We were at the Iowa State Fair, and they have the biggest boar contest. And I read the rules in the premium book for entering the biggest boar contest. And one of the rules was that the pig needed to be alive. Oh, well. Which means that somebody tried to bring a in good a good rule to have. Somebody tried to bring in a dead pig. <laughs> or or So anyway. Uh, but on a more serious note, all these rules are in there for a reason. Yeah. And and there's 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 strange rules, too. Like we do, we started this uh, kind of an other contest in the home ec department last year, this uh, Piggly Wiggly, a perfectly pickled pucker bowl. Trying and, to say that, Jody? Have yeah, you been practicing times. that? No. <laughs> Since last year. <laughs> anyway, a kid, a kid can run $5,000. You can look at the details for it um, on our website or on Facebook or something like that. Mm-hmm. But. Um, the rules, I was you know, kind of involved with that. The first time really in being involved with rules that would, would actually be published into a contest. And, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, and I was reading through the canning um, regulations from the state or what, what things are judged. And little things like the amount of gap between the cap and the liquid in a jar of pickles has to be within so many. How is that? You know what I mean? And why is that important uh, when you're judging? Well, it's the safety of the product, especially oh, canning. Oh, sure. So all those rules are set by the um, extension, State of Wisconsin, right. um, been tested through the UW system as to what provides a safe can. Sure. And that's the most important right. part right there. But then it goes on and on from there, how you're judging. You know, like, let's talk about a jar of pickles. What, I mean, do you know a little bit about what, what judges are looking for in a jar of pickles? Sure. Um, they're looking for that headspace head that we just okay. talked about. Um, the evenness of size of the product in the jar, uh, the proper processing time and method. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and they, they also the contestants have to provide like their recipe with their recipe. this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So at first, like last year, we had over I think a hundred jars of pickles or over that. Yeah. Um, and you got judges trying to whittle this down into some one person who's going to be the grand prize winner of five thousand dollars. There's no second place. There's Correct. no third place, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of pressure on the judges, you, the department, the fairgrounds, anybody involved in that. The sponsor, of course, Frank's Piggly Wiggly, make sure that the decision is correct. So you have 100 of them. You're not tasting 100 pickles. Correct. And this year it's not pickle. Like pickles are excluded. Yeah, well, uh, cucumbers are. Or cucumbers, correct. Yeah. Yes, and I'm pickle, sorry. any other or, Yes, pickle, yes. That is, yeah. So, um, so the judges, explain the process, like whittling it down from 100 down to, let's say, the top 10. So they're going to start with probably with that headspace. When headspace. they line those jars up, they're going to make sure all those jars have that proper headspace. Yep. And to if make it doesn't, sure that's out. Um, same with processing time. Do they follow the the recommended processing times for canning that jar of pickles? So were they water bath? Were they um, pressure canned to make the, sure that sure. again is a safe product? And then from there, they're going to go through the quality of the product in that jar. Just based on appearance. Yep. Appearance, yeah. evenness of size. You're, if you're looking at a slice product, are all those slices nice and even? If you're looking at a cut product, are all the cut lengths the same? 
Yeah, when we were talking with, I've, I've heard this from Frank's too at the grocery store and then uh, Bob and Marianne Pierce. It's like people will buy a lot of, a lot of product and whittle it down to, you know, just a few that they use, you know, or if they right. do their own garden, they might they harvest. Might, yeah. They might dig up 50 cucumbers or 50 mm-hmm. peppers or whatever it might be. And then only use just, a, a, you know, maybe a to slice out of perfect. this one or two slices out of that one so that it looks perfect. And so then how many did the, did the judges last year end up tasting? So each judge picked their top five of the ones that went past them. And then those 15 were all brought together. And so three, at, three judges. Three okay. Judges so you did 15. Year. Okay. And then they try them all. And then what are they, what are they, what are they trying to experience when they're eating? So on that cucumber, it's going to be flavor. It's going to be crispness. You crispness, don't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely have to have a crisp, yeah. crisp one. Yeah. Just cucumber. Um, it's going to be color. It'll be, um, when they open that jar, how does it look at when they're looking down, down in, in it? How is it packed? Was it packed tight? Yeah. Is your vegetables or cucumbers floating yeah. in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liquids. Yeah. So now there's other, and taste obviously, right? There's, there's other competitions too where, uh, where, t- where taste is involved, right? Other than pickles. I mean, there's. Oh, yeah. our entire everything. foods category. Yeah. So pies and so. I want to know how do you become a pie judge? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know about cakes, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's crazy. So, like, about how many pies and cakes and things like that do you think we get entered? In? Um, cakes have been dropping off. They're probably down to thirty or forty. Um, pies probably twenty twenty five. Our big competitions are going to be um, cookies, chocolate chip cookies. Nothing to have eighteen twenty. 25 right, plates right. of chocolate chip wow, cookies lined up. Wow. Um, the other one will be that those dairy delight contests are always big. Do you see a trend from year to year? As far as like you said, the cake kind of the cakes have been dropping off a little bit. Does that fluctuate through with different years or um, is there trends? a lot of it's weather related when oh, you're going sure. to bake. If it's a humid day, yes. the day before they bring in those foods, my numbers will be down. Oh. If it's a nice you know, it makes nice, a difference. That, yeah, it makes and it wouldn't think that well. it would make a difference like in the house, but it really does. What does it do to a cake? Um, they won't rise as even. Ah, okay. Yeah, you're looking. You were looking at me. I'm like, I don't know. I just know that on a humid day, it's tough to, to have your, your frosting baked set up. Yeah, nice. it's oh, so right yeah. Okay. Listen to the expert over here. But everybody's in the same boat, right? Everybody's in the same boat. Yeah. So, you know. Have you have you ever looked back historically at what the premiums were years past for winning things like that, like the best pie at the fair and that sort of thing? Like I oh, look they, back in the forties and fifties. Sure, you ever look back they were probably f- twenty five fifty cents. Some of them were like a pie. Like I think in the mid fifties was a buck and a half. Okay. Well, it's probably only two fifty or three right. now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think inflation. I, mean, I don't think we've caught up with inflation. No, these not at all. Things. No, not at all. Yeah, that was one reason we started some of these special contests to see, you know, maybe that would help get some interest of kids and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know, but the the pies, like the crust, is very important on what ingredients you use on the flour. This is what I've heard: the flour and just everything to set that up, or if you use lard, or you know, combination of butter, just everything. Yeah. I, everything I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm learning about. Well, you do a good job, though. I think your pies are great. Well, thank you. Do you I bake? appreciate that. I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's great. What's your favorite <laughs> thing to bake between everything that um, that in in the home ex? Like, what is your favorite thing to bake? 
personally. Well, at my house, it's a lot of chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of get tired of making the same thing. Um, but I also like to do pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you do pies, do you make a lot of pies at the same time then? Well, I. Because you're in there. You might as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, usually at least two. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Um, I do also do a lot of the pies for the Apple Barn, which oh. is one of our sponsors yes. um, in Home Ec. And it'll be nothing to put out 30 or 40 or 50 a day when we're doing them there. Wow. Now, you're, you're friends with Eileen Walsh Grazinia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I am. And she does pies like crazy. She's, I mean. She's a so, pie artist. She, she is a pie artist. She truly is. It's uh, Sue so also Sue Earl's also a big time mm-hmm. pie baker. You know, it seems like she's always doing something like that. And we have pies in the park. Yeah. Eileen started that pies in the park thing, which isn't, I guess it's kind of connected to home ec, but. A pretty cool contest, just Best Pie, bring it in, that's it. And then they get auctioned off to raise money for Barnyard Adventure or something like that. Raises quite a bit of money. But every year she goes and she bakes a pie, like you say, it's a piece of art. And and goes to other fairs with it during their pie auctions and sells it to raise money as well. For them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. And they go for hundreds, if not $1,000 or more. It's crazy. So we have one more new contest down in Home Ec that we started. Yes, the Birdhouse build off. Yeah. Tannis Construction sponsoring it. A kid can win five thousand bucks between nine and seventeen years old. Oh, if only I was in between those ages. Yeah. And they can pick <laughs> any both of these They contests. can pick any adult mentor they want to help them with the project, right? So correct. It doesn't have to be a parent. It no. can be a friend, a family friend. Exactly. Uncle. Right. You know. And uh there's a limit on the size of it. There's a limit on the size and it needed to be built for a uh, Wisconsin bird. That's right. Mm-hmm. And can't spend any more than $100 on Correct, on materials. On materials. Yeah. So we've got, I think, close to 100 entries already in that. I can't wait to see all of these different entries. And oh, Where are yeah. you going to put 100 birdhouses down I don't there? know. I didn't know how many we were having. We're, oh, sorry. <laughs> you you <laughs> revealed now. Yeah. So, no, um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, and and the the judges for that, we've got judges picked out. We won't say names, but. Correct, and we have a woodworking judge and a nature science judge. Oh, because we want to make sure that birdhouse has been built for that specific bird. For a bird, yeah. Oh, not wow. Just it's not just for looks; it's got to be functional. Functional, yes. yeah. That's yeah. cool. That is cool. Hmm. I love and it. And those, you know, those all those birdhouses are going to be prized possessions for every kid that that built those. They will be. I mm-hmm. mean. For sure. That'll be one thing mom's not allowed to throw out when they go to college. Correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I can't wait to see those. And we're judging those what day during the fair? That's on Saturday. On Saturday. Saturday. I think at two. Birdhouses are noon, at noon, noon. And the pickled contest is at is three. That, at three. Okay. So if you want to see a kid, I don't care how old you are, it'll, they'll break down and cry when they won. It's, it was so fun to watch the kids uh, last year. It was. Oh, I bet, I bet that I, I missed it last year. I was out doing something else on the grounds and uh, during the fair. And I, I bet that the, I don't know, the tension or just the buildup oh, and the excitement for these kids and for the moms and dads and the mentor that, you yeah. know, helped them. Oh, it was standing room so cool. Larry had the opportunity. I pulled him behind the table to look out from the other side so you could see all the faces instead of looking at the back of their heads. Yeah. And, and it, it was fun. Aww. Oh, we got some good photos of that too. And the winner, when they announced the winner, I thought she was going to faint. 
nice gal, young oh, gal, wow. and just standing up there with you know the big prize check, five thousand bucks, and yeah. they get to spend that money on anything they want. It's not like a scholarship or anything. It's just a check. Wow. Do what you well, thank will. Thank you to with the sponsors it. for for both of those contests. Yeah, no kidding. Tannis Construction on mm-hmm. the Birdhouse one. So, yep. well, we've got an exciting uh, fair coming up, and you know, I'll, I'll admit, Jody, when when I was growing up, I didn't really go to the home ec department during the fair. You know, um, and I don't know why. I mean, it seemed like it was when you're young. It's all about rides, and mom yep. and dad maybe drag you through the buildings here and there, and and you couldn't go on rides till after that, and all of that. So. I don't know, as a young boy, it just didn't seem to interest me. But, boy, it's it's one of my favorite departments now to go through there. You mm-hmm. see all the work. I mean, it's amazing. Every every kid that enters the fair puts a lot of work into it. But there's something about home economics with the detail that it takes. And it's fun to see the adults. Yeah. And what, right. What they can do. And probably half of them were, are old 4-H members. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. NFFA or whatever. So mm-hmm. it makes me want to be young again and get involved and more involved in, in uh, those yeah. the clubs and things like that. Yeah. If you listen, do yourself a favor, uh, you know, if you come to the fair, get over to the ec- Absolutely. Home economics department. It's in North hall. It's uh, kind of on the North end of the uh, carnival. Hence the name North hall, oh. I think. Right. So, uh, uh, check it out. Take a Absolutely, tour over there. check it out. And when you're here, make sure that you get your raffle ticket for the Home Tweet Home She Shed that we're raffling off in that same building on Sunday of That's the right. fair. Yeah, if you haven't seen this uh, Home Tweet Home She Shed that uh, Well Tannis Construction built it and donated it at the fairgrounds, so 100% of the proceeds go to ag education mm-hmm. programs here at the fairgrounds. But this this shed, it looks like a birdhouse. It has like a flower pot attach the side of it that looks like a bird perch. It's mm-hmm. round. And then it's got a round window with black trim around it, so it looks like a bird hole. Well, you can see it right through the window there. I know, right. It's sitting right outside and, of our uh, office. But it's wired with electricity. It has kind of fancy lights in it and all of that stuff painted. It's, it's like so a cool. bird, like a, like, I don't know, robin egg blue, maybe? It is, yes. Robin yeah. egg blue. So, and yeah. A thousand so, tickets are being sold, so get yours uh, at the fair office, uh, business hours 8 to 5. So make sure you get yours, and ho- hopefully you'll be able to get. Yeah, and then head down to Homec yard. for that drawing too. Yeah, it's absolutely. A big down there. This I year. know. Yeah. So excited. Well, yeah. Well, Jody, thank you very much for everything you do for the fairgrounds, and yeah. so hard at it. I, thank and, you. And um, it just it takes a love of the fair, really. Doesn't it does. It? it does. Yeah. And uh, you certainly show that with all the work that you do. And I love the fair. We've had a lot of fun, a lot of family memories, uh, friends made that. We, I made 40-plus years ago that I still see at the fair every year. Isn't that great? It is. Well, yeah. hats off to you. Absolutely. And your husband, by the way. He does quite a bit of work for us, too. He's a welder down RC Welding. He, he owns, right? Yes, and, he, he does. Yep, he's super skilled. And he comes. He, he loves the fair, too. Trying to get a welder short notice, tough stuff. But when the fair's coming up and you need something right now, he, he, he'll jump to it. So great family. Uh, kids, right? How many kids? One. One. And how old? 21. 21. So he spent early days at the fair in 4-H himself, and now he gets pulled in to help me film <laughs> my business as well. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. The reward of being a superintendent's child. I would there say mom's go. pulling their kids and family in to help. Do we do that? Yeah. Absolutely. 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 How else do those kids 
Quilts get up to those rafters. Yes. <laughs> because I don't climb that ladder. Oh. We're putting Larry up on there this no, year. No, <laughs> you don't have a ladder strong enough. I think you might be scared of heights, too. I am but, He's 21. Uh, he can run the ladder. This is so true. Yeah. Jody, what's your favorite fair food? What's, um, a, what's one or two things that you always have to do? Always have, have to try. Puff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always get down to stoles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's common with a lot of kids that have grown up showing at the fair. You got to go to stoles. Well, you that's do. where we had every meal. Yep. Yeah. As a fair kid. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Yep. I head down there a couple times with myself during the fair. <laughs> Any other yep. foods that are your favorite? Corn dog. Always have to have yeah, a corn dog. Have, I have a corn fair. dog every day during the fair. <laughs> 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 I do. I might only have one or two bites, but I, I'm having a you corn dog. You have to do it. It's, it's yeah. tradition, you know. What's so. your, where do you, where does your favorite corn dog stand? Uh, Squires. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I love that place. There was a lot of good ones, but that just seems to be my favorite. Yeah, everybody has their favorite things. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Do you get to during the fair? Do you do you get to go walk around and look at other departments? Usually not till Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe it. Well, thanks, Jody. Again, thanks to you and your family for all the help they give to the fair, love of the fair, all of that. It takes uh, good leaders like you to mm-hmm. help bring a, a good quality fair like this together, and we're we're blessed with with lots of them. Yes, we are. Yeah, so. Thanks, Jody. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Barns podcast with the Walworth County Fairgrounds. Until next time, have a grand champion day.